You'll never know who will pop in, what will pop out, and it's so good, you'll eat it all up. Welcome, Rankensteins, to Yo Dat's Rank, the interactive podcast where we rank and rate from lame to great all the things that really matter in this world. If your childhood was just flashed before your eyes in that intro, that's because you wanted to order Nickelodeon magazine. Please! So we are going to be counting down your top 10 old school Nickelodeon shows from your childhood. Yo, 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 yo. Yo 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 that's right Yo 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 that's Nickelodeon Kaylin that commercial is ingrained in my brain I remember the other day when I was like, I have your version of that in my head. And you were like, my ver- my version is the version. Like, my version is the version. Nickelodeon magazine. Please. Please. <laughs> I watched that. I looked that up on YouTube the other day and was quoting. I could say it along with You did the whole thing. It. It were you the voice out. of it originally? I were you think the I might have been in that commercial, thing? actually. I think you were in that, honestly. That's a really old school commercial for Nickelodeon magazine. So yes. if you're my age and above, you probably remember it. Oh, you rem- No, you definitely remember <laughs> if you, it. If you watched Nickelodeon, you remember it. It's in there. We had to eventually do this on the main channel. We, we floated it to our Patreons, but we said, you right. know what? We've got to do this on the main channel because talking about old school Nickelodeon is just such a breath like it it invigorates people when you that was your childhood or a part of your childhood and you hear those theme songs or those episode plot lines like it just hits you in such an important way I will say it's interesting because I feel like I circle certain conversations a lot. I don't circle this one too, too often. Like in passing, people will talk about like what shows they watch, but really doing a deep dive into these was so fun because there are things that I have not thought about since I was 10 years old. And I think a lot of households, they're either like a Nickelodeon household or a Disney household, a cart, I mean, a Cartoon Network household. I don't know. As for you and your house, (laughs) dark timeline. I don't know you and your house if that's what you were doing, but okay, I guess do whatever is best. We were a big Nickelodeon household because I had older siblings. So we watched it from the time I was literally born. And then what I realized while doing this is. When I was about 13, 12 or 13, you I jumped. think I left Nickelodeon for the most part and I went to Disney yes. and I went to like Survivor and American Idol at that point. You went, yeah, we went to reality shows. So, and we were talking about this, the difference obviously, and we run into this sometimes in our friendship that I'm the oldest of three, you're the youngest. And so of when you were, ju- right, when you were jumping ship, I had, I have, had, I have a brother who's eight years younger than me. So right. a lot of these like... Like later Nickelodeon things maybe I wasn't watching them but I know about Victorious like I was around in those times so when for we sure. say words like Danny Phantom you actually mm-hmm. know what's happening I got it I can it's honestly instant recall for sure but yes I was a Nick we were I was both honestly too because my brother was definitely more into Nickelodeon and so we had like a good mix of Disney and Nick not Cartoon Network not adults <laughs> So spooky. So we're going to basically jump right in because we have so much to say in this episode. But I will say you definitely want to stick to the end because I was so shocked what things took what place. Even after looking at most of the lists, I had a thought of what would happen and something different happened. Who will pop in and what What will pop out? out? 
out. We got to talk about our Rankenstein of the week quickly. That award this week goes to Jack Sherry. Jack is my youngest cousin. He's the baby of all 15 of us cousins. And Jack is now an animator. He's amazing. He's yes. worked on a ton of shows now. And he sent out, unbeknownst to us, he sent out to his right. whole like work community, like, you got to rank these shows. We grew up at the same time. And they he gave us like 20 lists mm-hmm. of people, which is super cool. Uh, and they were a little bit animation heavy because they're animators. But right. he, he, dropped, he was like name dropping. He's like, yeah, my one boss was like the owner of Nickelodeon for a time should he be on can we get to the studios what is happening in orlando florida nickelodeon studios oh my gosh and he became a patreon so we love jack wow jack really really did it he is a doctor right good sign of the week all right let's jump right in we're gonna do a big aldi roundup this week because we want to talk about as many shows as possible so we're gonna give you 20 to 11 and when we do these big ones we just want to quickly kind of like rate them uh, on an easy scale and so today's yes. scale is going to be do you slime this show yeah. or do you not um notoriously chloe george i almost said chloe stokes her maiden name come on chloe okay. george wrote in this week and she said i didn't watch a lot of nickelodeon but can i vote for the green slime show that is so funny which to me i guess she voted for the kids choice awards <laughs> that it was everywhere that was just nickelodeon's thing chloe, everywhere so. could have been figure it out it could have been slime time <laughs> live it could have been right so glowy for you we are gonna slime some of these shows if yes. they're bad we are sliming them and if they're good we're uh gonna keep them clean okay this, for this part especially we are summer sanders and mark summers because both of them dabbled in the world of slime and we will be guiding you through this aldi roundup as the hosts of that show had you ever heard a name like summer sanders it honestly <laughs> sticks to this day do you think i had to look that up no, no obviously do you not. think i had to think about that no do you think that everybody made the joke about Winter Wonder, Summer Sanders? Yes. I love her. I think I want to be Mike O'Malley, though, because he was the host yeah. of Guts, and he would always get to say, let's go to Mo. And Mo would And like... I love Mike O'Malley still. Yeah. Like, I just love him in everything. Perfect. Okay, coming in at number 20, the first game show on our list. It is Double Dare, or Family Double Dare, or Double Dare 2000, or just all the iterations. This was one of the first shows Nickelodeon put out ever, and then it Thank just came goodness. back over and over again. So are you uh, are you keeping Double Dare? Or are you I keep it. it. I do not slime it. I love it. It. I honestly watched Mark Summers do the show Unwrapped on Food Network because I liked him yep. so much, and he just felt like, have you ever trusted someone like him? Like, of course I trust him. Loved it. The Family Double Dare was so fun because yes. you could picture yourself on it. Imagine that person digging their arm up that big nose, that the slime booger. nose, the booger <laughs> nose. I, okay, for every episode, Kayla and I talked about doing like uh, at least one thing that is coming out of the vault. And the vault is just like in our minds what is iconically associated with that show. If we have it. I don't know that I'll have it for all of them, but that nose just put me in a place. Tossing sponges onto their heads in buckets. (gasps) Yes. Double Dare was an amazing show. Loved it. Yeah, we do not slime it. At number 19, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Something about the secret society. They always said that for, that thing about mm-hmm. the secret oh, society like, and then threw the, the, I like, just got so the dust on the campfire. Yeah, on the fire. Here's the thing. I do slime this one because I was a very fearful child. And I was very scared of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Genuinely. I don't know that I've made it through a full episode, honestly, my whole time. It's actually very scary. I it loved it because show. that's the kind of stuff I liked yeah, as a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, you love that. So right. I was definitely watching Are You Afraid of the Dark? But there was an episode where a girl turns into a doll. Doll. I do remember that. A hundred percent. In a doll house. And that has, I don't know why that stayed with me, but that was the scariest thing Well, think thing about what you me. just said. I know exactly what 
that stayed with you. I remember that I would always think I was brave enough and I'd be like, no, like, let's leave it on. Like, let's just leave it on. And then there would always come a point in the episode where I'd be like, and like, skip. Let's go away from this. I was really scared. So I'm sliming it. I'm keeping it clean as day. That was definitely on my top 10 list. I think in my top five. Okay, coming in at number (laughs) number 18, words I've never heard before, Danny (laughs) Phantom. Okay, he's like a gray-haired Timmy Turner, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yep. So, again, I couldn't tell you plot of this, but think about it. It's Nickelodeon. It's a super something. My dad and brother are in the house. This was on a lot. I'm not going to keep it because I don't have a personal tie to it, but I do know that people, obviously, it made it into our Aldi Roundup. People resonated with this for something. This was a lot of Jack's animator friends, honestly, put this. I think this is closer to, like, an anime-style show, just, like, in its... uh, uh, what am I saying? Why am I talking about like I know? It? I have no idea. What well, this that's show our is. expert. That's, uh, that's okay. So I have no idea. Tell me more about Danny Phantom. No, seriously, tell me about its origins. Yeah, he's like, a tell phantom. me what's created. Okay, um, good. Yeah. What would you take it just from the title? Tell me the plot. His full name's Daniel. And what happened to his hair? Why is it gray? He well, he's a phantom. He's a go- okay. he's a ghost, and yeah, he, he died but came back. Oh, and okay, so he was gotta, old. He was old, but now young. Now he's young. Then he has, he's he's got to fight the bad guys, but also okay. he is a bad guy. Okay, and he's Timmy Turner's ghost. Okay, got it. Great. So we're good on that. Perfect. Love Coming it. I slime it. Number 17, a very old school show, Clarissa Explains It All. I keep it so much. And let me ask Pristine you something. Pristine condition. Pristine condition. How do you want your Melissa Joan Hart as Clarissa or as Sabrina? Right Both off the and. top. Both and. Both and. I, you can't pick? I would pick Clarissa. I want Clarissa. Yeah. I want Clarissa. I do. I do. Sabrina but I trusted Sabrina annoying. too. I trusted yeah. both. But Clarissa just like that was a real vibe. That was like that was t- real early 90s vibe. Like we I don't know that we just watched it like probably on reruns or whatever, but it was great. In my vault in my mind, it is Sam, her friend putting yep. that ladder up onto <gasps> her course. and coming into her window <laughs> that way. I was like that should be so creepy, but that was the coolest thing in the world. I was like I want a friend Ever. who I just get to go into their bedroom with a ladder. Yeah, 100%. Could you believe how Clarissa got to live? She had a phone in her room. Like she was just killing in it and she i i'm gonna say she didn't do too good of a, a job explaining it all because i still felt very uh nothing not was explained to take the world no. on after nothing I was that. explained to me at all i feel like she did not explain anything but i loved her and it primed me to like trust melissa joan hart for a very long time coming in at number 16 the first place where you and i are going to disagree we Big have disagree invader <laughs> zim invader zim. you know where this should have been Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. You're darn right. It is You're the same darn feel. Right. It is creepy. It's freaky. I am dumping a whole Summer Sanders bucket of slime on that. You can. So I think, I don't know why I liked this. And I definitely didn't think that nobody else did. That was like, I didn't realize that. My dad thought this show was so funny and obviously follow him into the dark. But it stuck because my brother on this week was like, duh, Invader Zim. I think my sister had it on her list or was thinking about putting it on her list. So this was a Labra staple. I can't remember much about it, but I do remember laughing at it a very lot. So I do not slime it, but it should have been on Cartoon Network. That's true. Your brother put on Facebook, like put respect on Zim's yeah. name and then and everybody came him. in and just said like, <laughs> Mm, probably not. No, Zim's weird. <laughs> right. That was crazy to me, honestly. When you first said that, I was like, what? Everybody didn't like this? So that was like Spooky. a reckoning, but I like him. Coming in at number 15, Zoe 101. Oh we my gosh, we're both keeping this. Just, we yeah, we're keeping this. We mentioned it in this. our we go Patreon to school episode. There. 
Exactly. The we most want to beautiful go school, uh, outdoor campus in Malibu. We've got Britney Spears' younger sister, Jamie Lynn. We have Lynn. Jamie Lynn. We have Victoria Justice. We're not skipping Zoe. It is sunny. We cannot believe people high school this way. So, yeah, we are no one sliming Zoe 101. And who cares if I was 16 probably when this came out? I'm watching Who it. cares? What do, what do I care? What do you want me to watch the real world instead? I'm staying <laughs> over in Zoe 101. I'm staying pure. Coming in at number 14, I have... N- neutral feelings like oh Love. get it neutral. i was gonna say you really should have punned that out <laughs> this you are jimmy neutral jimmy neutron <laughs> i have jimmy neutral feelings about this like the only thing i didn't like about it was that it's kind of like when disney was doing its thing and then ventured yep. into tangled frozen animation territory right. don't yes. make them look realistic i'm right. scared of that so and it's the I only like thing that. that was like this like this is the only it looks different than every other thing that there is i do i would say that if you would watch the jimmy neutron movie right now you would laugh at it I jimmy neutron that. is funny very funny my brother loved and his generation obviously loves jimmy neutron we watched a lot of jimmy neutron and i genuinely lol so yeah i would say i'm gonna keep it for sure i think the best thing to come from jimmy neutron is if someone's bangs are too high their hair is too lifted you're gonna make a jimmy neutron jimmy neutron hair it's so good yes so i'm keeping it okay coming in at number 13 this was pretty iconic to our childhood yes the wild thornberries the wild you know what i okay wait without me telling you what is the show that goes right like this with wild thornberries um nope don't have it as told by Ginger, to me, <gasps> okay. is very yes. right here. Like, yes. those two are the same to me for some reason, right? Yeah. Are they both redhead? They're, I think both redhead, they're animated in similar styles. It's very styles, similar, yes. And they were like I put those kind of together. the lesser known iconic ones of that yes. time. Like, they were important to us when we were growing up right. with them, but they weren't the most important, clearly, because it, it didn't come in until number it didn't 13. didn't quite make it. I, I'm kind of neutral on Wild Thornberries. I don't need it for sure. I don't want to slime it necessarily. So You I'm, know what? Wild Thornberries is getting a pie to the face. It a, gets a, a whipped pie. cream pie. You're exactly right. It gets just a pie to the face. It's not quite where we want it. At number 12, one of your faves towards the top Ooh. of your list, we've got Keenan and Kel. Loved Keenan and Kel. I really loved it. I loved the Good Burger. Like, I watched the movie. I just, I was all in on Keenan and Kel. They do not get slimed for me. We'll Who talk later. Who loves orange soda? Right. Kel loves orange soda. Is How many times? Do we have to go through the rumor that Kel died? He's not He's living dead. and active. <laughs> Please stop. And I would kind of fall for it each time. Be like, what? Because here's the... Uh, we're going to talk about this li- a little bit more later. But everybody liked Kel more. Yes, right? absolutely. Nobody liked Keenan. Keenan was the straight guy. We wanted Kel. We wanted the funny guy. And so then Kel disappears off the earth. We see Keenan for, as I will say, 40 more years. And Kel, when someone says to me, Kel died, I'd be like, maybe. Maybe. Because like, where is he? I hope not. He should be acting. He should be famous is what I wanted to say. I thought he was comedic genius when I was like eight years old. Coming in at number eleven, they this just missed out on the top ten and was very yes. close points I'm wise. Actually, yeah. it was in the top ten for a little bit, and then number ten just edged it out. It is Rocket Power. Woogity 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 woogity. Were we too old for Rocket Power or no? Was this in our time? This was in the later portion of our time. Was it in yes. like my sister? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. So I liked it, but I knew while watching that I wasn't cool enough to like vibe. Right. Like same, I was like I, same I, boat. Like, I was in obviously. I was the shooby. I, I was Sam the shooby. Right. Exactly. Like I was like I'm enjoying watching this because, but like I know that when push comes to shove, I'm not a Rocket Power person. Anytime I wear socks and sandals, and it's rather frequently. All always. I always think I'm like. I'm 
I'm the Shuby. I exactly. like that's who I would be with these. At cool... least we know. At least we knew where we stood. Uncle Tito, I loved Uncle Tito. He's in the vault for me. Yeah, he is in the vault. I love. I did. I loved Rocket Power. I just felt a little bit like a poser when I was watching it. All right, we've got to move into our top ten. But before Yay. we do, I think we. I just got to refresh us with this Nickelodeon. <laughs> I don't know if you did need to, but I'm glad that you are. Ooh, the orange. There's nothing like a Nickelodeon orange, man. That there is, really isn't. That is I'm, a pure Why are you color. wearing your sweatshirt right now? I do have As a we're crew neck. Oh, <laughs> what man. are you thinking? I have a big, bright orange crew neck that says Nickelodeon in like puffy embroidery on the front. It is a good crew neck. And I- when I was 10 years old, if you would have said, I will give you a million dollars cash or an orange little blimp of Nickelodeon, <gasps> I was like, blimp. The blimp. <laughs> in two seconds you know why you couldn't get them these are not toys you could get these are not things you could purchase these are awards that cannot be if right now do you want a grammy or a nickelodeon blimp i take blimp blimp. honestly i want that what's more impressive the blimp the blimp all right let's get into our top 10 again guys there may be some shakeups here that you are like what just happened keep in mind that the people that voted in are all different generations and all different ages yes and we all had different growing ups honestly like that's that it's not the list i would come up with but it's interesting to see where things fell yeah and it kind of goes all over the place we are doing a little bit different a treat of a um of a sound off for each number right Oh, yeah. <laughs> Our drum roll is going to be a little different. You'll recognize it. I was so it. nervous. I was going to be on my own. <gasps> okay, here we go. Okay, coming in at number 10, we have... Papa. <laughs> Wait, did we just hit that? Did we just hit those notes subconsciously? Let's move along because we won't Ooh, for the rest of the time. It's not going to be time. that perfect for the rest of it. Okay, at number 10, we have Doug. I'm going to try funny. not to sing all these theme songs because right. our Don't. intermission game is going to be a name that tune yes. where Kaylin has to guess them. So otherwise, I'd be singing already. Yep, but we have to keep it. Doug ran from 1991 to 1999. When it first came out, it was released with Rugrats and one other show on August Ren 11th. And, Stimpy. and Ren and Stimpy on 1991. Yep. And that was kind of like the beginning of this strong Nicktoons era. Yep. Um, I loved Doug. It was on my list at like seven or eight. It's not one that like, because it was so early on for us, yeah. we were one through nine years <laughs> because old. Because we were watching it when we were one. <laughs> it doesn't stick with me the same way. But you know what does stick with me? What's in my vault is what? the episode where Roger and his pals try to convince Doug to either smoke or drink down <gasps> in the basement. Yeah, you can't trust Roger. I really do not trust him. Yeah, that's true. That is in there too for me. I wrote down, I really, I, I remember really liking Doug, but I can't specify anything from it. And maybe again, that's because we were in pack and plays when we were watching it. We were <laughs> one years old, but I did upon reading about it, figure out that the creator wanted to name him Brian. I saw that too. He's like, <laughs> imagine if the show was Brian. Just, funny. just Brian. <laughs> just Brian. Like that wouldn't have stuck. I don't think Doug is kind of the Corey Matthews of the cartoons. Like he's yeah. just a plain nice guy. He's moving through life. He's got his Patty mayonnaise and he was good. It was a good show. 
And let's be real, patty mayonnaise is the iconic thing to come away from. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like Look at I her. remember patty mayonnaise. Boy, do no I no question. But yeah, I liked it. It was like it was nothing too scary, like other cartoons we might mention later. And it was just like a nice palate cleanser of Nickelodeon. It started us into our childhood. Great. Banging on a trash can, strumming the on beat. a street like the Beats. <laughs> Come on. It was like they created this world where the Beats might as well have been the Rolling Stones. Like it was just, or, you know, the Beatles, which I'm sure is now what I'm realizing is what they were going off of. Maybe not. I don't know. Be confident. You just talked really, really well about Danny Phantom a minute exactly. ago. So just like stick exactly. to your guns. They just created this whole world and they had a really average dude at the center of it. Yep. Quail Man. Like Quail the amount of people I've seen as Quail God. Man for Halloween. Yes. Like that's a very good costume. Really, really good. I'm glad Doug made the list. I learned this week that Doug started in a grapefruit juice commercial before he was what being a just being like he was boinging on a a, he was boinging on a pogo stick, being like grapefruit juice. Him and pork chop were just bopping around for grapefruit juice. And then okay. I guess you know that animation did so good in that. Somebody uh, was like, "Man, get this guy show. a show!" I bought grapefruit juice because of Brian. <laughs> okay, good. Coming in at number nine, this was, I believe, number three on my list. A very yeah. important to my childhood. We've got. Brrr, No, lost. Closer. It's close. It's okay. I like it every time. Okay. This ran from 1993 to 1995. Did I say it? What it was? I'm, ooh, ooh, can you guess it? It's 93 to 95. Can you guess it? This is Legends of the Hidden Temple. This is such an important one for me. It's really important. I dressed up as purple parrots. I still I have that say, shirt. Before we get started, what team did you always want to be? And was it purple parrots? It was absolutely purple parrots. Me even too, but why? We don't we like purple. purple. This is what I was thinking about today. Is it the alliteration? What got to us? I think they the- all were alliteration. Well, mo- most no. of them. Silver snakes, blue barracudas were also alliteration. Yeah. Then but you then had uh, orange, orange iguanas, which is right, kind of kind alliteration. Of. Green monkeys and red jaguars. So half yeah. of them were alliteration. And I know, but purple parrots sticks with me. I like green monkeys because I liked monkeys a lot, but purple parrots was the one. I know. I really Why? don't know what it is about that, but I know other people who would say the same thing. My yeah. brother, I'm fairly certain, was a huge silver snakes fan, and we always got into fights. Ooh, that's silver the snakes one that's like they come made on, it so guys. far. They always <laughs> did well. I was mad. I don't want to root for them. When I was reading about this, all of these shows, like I'm sure, I mean, this is all true if I thought about the math, but to see that this past November was 25 years since this show ended, I was like, I just don't love to think about it. It was only on for three seasons or two seasons. That's insane because they ran reruns so much. Like I would say this was on my entire childhood. Really, I was just watching the same like 100 episodes. episodes. A million times. So I also read, did you see that Quibi was trying to redo this and sent out casting for this in 2020, like March, but then quarantine, COVID, and Quibi is insane so get off the ground but i was thinking about how this is what primed our generation to like shows like ninja warrior and wipeout and stuff like that like we want to watch these people compete in this way that's like the junior version of those shows if you didn't watch it was teams of two competing against each other just in these different like temple themed tasks yeah. sometimes they had to climb things or pull themselves across the moat oh, or yeah and, and like different Run around teams. on like a 
would make yeah, uh-huh. it like depending on how well they did and then the final team that got to the end got to go and try to put together through the temple could, and try to put together the shrine of the could silver you monkey believe it when they couldn't like could you believe it i would be like god it's it was three pieces wasn't it yep. it was just bottom middle and top so I also read that the first episode, did you see this? The first episode took 18 hours to film. And the kids, the words that the guy used were the kids were weeping as they finished through the (laughs) temple. And he was like, it seemed obviously so crazy, but like the pressure and they're so tired that by the time you get to the end of that monkey, it's just like your brain explodes and you can't put it together. I joined a Facebook group in college that was called, I hate when kids suck at putting together the shrine of a silver monkey. And it was just like all nostalgia stuff. And I laughed so hard about that. But the the iconic thing, the thing that's in my vault is definitely Olmec. The big yeah, like rock sure. that I was like, how did they Had do that? Had blinking eyes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Apparently it was seen. just one guy inside of his head who had a script and did the microphone it's and moved the mouth. At the the same Wizard of time. Oz. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This was such a good one. I think of the game shows, this was in the tops for sure. This was just its own thing. It was definitely I the highest ranking game show on the list. This wasn't the thing of Crag Rock or whatever. No, what was that, that was Global Guts. Okay, okay, guts, okay, okay. At the end of Guts where you had to climb the aggro crag. Yeah, 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 wow. yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. I put Guts on my list because I loved it, but it didn't but the, quite make it. That kind of looked similar. Like it was an inside obstacle course for yep. both, right? Yep. Okay, okay. Just making sure. Great. Whew, that's a good show. Uh, they did remake. They made it into a movie like last year or something. I don't. Want I didn't to hear much about it. it, but we're I've not never heard of that. Remember, we watched that YouTube video once of like all the trailers of 2020, and we were like, "These are all made up." It yeah. should have been on that. <laughs> These are all made up. All right, coming in at number eight, we have a TV show that ran from 2001 to 2017. Yeah. That is nuts. It is. Papa. <laughs> No, she's I taking the high. You just took the high. What you're going to do every time, but I lose it every single time. <laughs> I'm keeping you guessing. This yeah. is Fairly Odd Parents. Don't sing it. You're so tempted. I'm just keep it to yourself. Singing. Keep it no, to yourself. No, I'll sing this yourself. one because it's too easy. Odd Parents. Fairly Odd Parents. Do that. Do that. <laughs> I know. Wands and Wings. Do you Wands know and Wings. Floaty crowny things. things. Okay, you got it. You but got, then got it. You got it. No, don't have it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. Fairly Odd Parents was genuinely funny. It was genuinely funny. I I am a half in on this show only because it started when we were 11. Yeah, true. And so I was kind of on my way out of Nickelodeon, but it really was super funny and it ran for 16 seasons. I mean, that's right. insane. I thought there would be some voice that I knew when I looked it up. Nope. It's just all voice actors that are just like, fine. And they did this forever. And that was great. They were, it was really, really good. I thought maybe I would look it up and be like, what? Like this person has been the voice this whole time? No, no, just someone that lives at Nickelodeon Studios, just coming out of their bedroom to do the voices for Fairly Odd Parents. Um, except Chris Kirkpatrick from InSync, who played Chip Skylark on the show, the like heartthrob. I did know that. I had <laughs> yes. heard that before. Yes, Chip Skylark. of course. So you have he, to tie in the Chris InSync Kirkpatrick thing. was probably beside himself that he got to do that still in a good way. Oh, hundred oh, percent. Yes. Oh, like yes. he literally. I don't know who he paid or what he did. I mean, he was the only one that would do it. That's why. They asked everybody in Backstreet Boys and in Sync, and after nine people said no, Chris was like, I'm good. I'll probably just do it. That's fine. I'm here. <laughs> Let's circle back real quick to the theme song because I want to see how many of the things None. can we actually name when it Zero. gets when it starts going fast. No, we can. Wands and Wings, Floaty Can. Peapod. Peapod. Hot Bod. 
hot rod. rod. No, hot rod is one. <laughs> something, something, guava juice. Milkshake, giant snake. No, nope. None of these things are in my head. Oh. I trust you. Those are, yeah, those are all, I mean, I didn't sing them in the right order, but those are definitely in <laughs> hot the bod. Hot, hot bod is in there. He love heat pod. Buff bod. Buff bod, hot rod. Sauce juice, strawberry juice, guava juice, strawberry juice. Large fry, large fry, chocolate shake. Chocolate shake. That was... I forgot that was in there, but that is in there. Yes, of course. Ooh, did you know that they made these into live action movies? Okay. Before you researched this week, did you know that? Yeah, oh, I've seen it. Oh. My brother was obsessed. Yeah, I've seen it for sure. But here, I'm going to posit something to you, and we're going to talk about him later. And I just want this to marinate in your head. Is, I think the answer is just yes, but is Drake Bell the Ryan Merriman of Nickelodeon? Yeah, I think that I think he is, yes. right? I think he is. I th- he was all over the place. He was their wonder. He was their person. He made show they made shows for him. They followed him. I think that he so he played Timmy Turner in the live action Which movies. Which is is perfect casting. It's a good casting. What's not perfect casting is, is that they did it. Jason Alexander as Wanda. No. Or as CGI Cosmo, or yeah, I was going to say that's really Or Randy Jackson as their Mm-mm. baby. I <laughs> Randy Jackson voiced Poof, their baby. And if you remember, Cosmo's the one that got pregnant and had the baby. I do remember that. I would encourage everyone, as you're listening, take a time out. Press pause on this little guy. Look up a picture of Randy Jackson from now, from right now, from 2021. Um, If you can't find it, he was just interviewed on Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. It's on his Instagram. It is not good. It's not. (laughs) it's, It's like, this is not the person I know. This is not the person that I I'm comfortable with, and I definitely can't picture him as Wanda and Cosmo's baby. So I'm glad you reminded me. In the vault for me is Icky Vicky. You're so sick. Of course, of course, (laughs) of course. So we we talk a lot of smack on Cartoon Network, but I will say, and maybe this is Invader Zim. I'm scared. I loved Dexter's Lab. Uh, so did I. I okay, love okay. Dexter's Lab so as well. The, this guy that created Fairly Odd Parents is from Dexter's Lab, and that tracks. That it looks the same, like the super long legs on the girls and stuff like that. That honestly is like I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense because yeah. Dexter's it's similar sensibility for me. Okay, let's move on to number seven, a very important one for you <gasps> specifically, but uh. for both of us, we've got. Brrr, Wow, you're nailing this. Uh, We've got The Amanda Show featuring Amanda Bynes running from 1999 to 2002 and featuring Drake Bell. And Josh Peck. Yeah. So take a time out. There's a guy named Dan Schneider here who I kept seeing when I looked up. Dan Schneider created, listen to this, all that, The Amanda Show, Victorious, Drake and Josh, iCarly, Zoe 101, and Sam and Cat. I gotta so say he, thank you to that man. I will say thank He started with all that, and then he's in charge of Nickelodeon live-action shows for the next 15 years. So thank you to Dan Schneider. I wonder if Victor- if um, Ariana Grande thanks you to this day. Amanda Show was iconic. What are go-with skits that you think of first from Amanda Show? Um, totally Kyle. Of course. The girls' room, obviously. Of course. <laughs> the video shorts, Moody's Point. Of course. All of those things, yes. Penelope Tain. Penelope The Tain. Dancing Lobsters. Judge Trudy. Crazy <laughs> Courtney. <laughs> Amanda's Jacuzzi. Like these. This was Saturday Night Live to us. Like yep. this, even more. All that was also. But Amanda really took this in a place where like she was the focal and she did all of these characters and she was comedy to me if you would have asked me like what's the funniest thing you've ever seen when I was nine years old that's easily Amanda Bynes on the Amanda show moody 
What's his stupid face that then went on to Saturday Night Live? Taron Killam. Yeah, Taron Killam name? was on there. Started yep. on that. Yep, 100%. So we would be remiss <laughs> if we didn't talk about what happened to Amanda Bynes, oh, right? We do need to go down that road We have a to touch bit. on it a little bit. So, And here's why. It's honestly, sadly, I mean, it is a sad thing. Let me get this out of the way. Like, we're going to say some things that are like LOL a little bit, but it's not. It's a sad thing. And it's very, very, it tracks very similarly with Britney Spears, honestly. They're very similar stories. And I think that speaks to the fact that they were both genius icons of what they were doing early on. So Amanda was on all that when she was so young then she transitions into the amanda show like we said she's carrying the show on her shoulders like this little girl is doing all of this at like 12 yeah at like 12 then she goes on to do big fat liar she does what a girl wants she does she's the man iconic such a good she does hairspray and then she ends her career with easy a in 2010 which is great she does all of these amazing things the downfall here, I think, more than with Britney, is that we trust... Like, I felt like I knew Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes seemed like a normal kid because we grew up with her. She was right. being funny, not like, oh, she's a pop star or on a pedestal. Like, yeah. she just seemed so normal like one of us. We watched her change at the end of all that when she's saying bye, like, and waving like a normal person. I'm like, okay, I got it. I'm scared of the Ross Perot little girl, and so I'm <laughs> I'm comforted by Amanda. She retires in 2010. No one has thought of her then since. Like, it's just like, okay, Amanda Bynes, whatever. In 2012, she starts. And so she starts on, like, the kind of typical trajectory. She gets in trouble for, like, hitting a parked car in her car and doing the typical things. It's like something is a little bit off. And then at the end of this, she lights a fire in somebody else's driveway in Sherman Oaks, California, which you can't do that without people being like, I'm a little nervous. So then the exact same thing happens. She goes into psychological custody. Her parents get a guardianship of her. And that's exactly what happens. The problem is she just much like Queen Brittany in her Instagram, Amanda still has a Twitter. Yeah. Now, someone should have said, like, this, we can't give her a phone because her Twitter is how we all knew, like, oh, she has gone. The sad part is, she's not back to us yet. She got those piercings that you get in your face, like in your cheeks and yep. your dimples. Yep. She put on a bright platinum long wig. And instead of just being, like, kept for, you need to get better, she. I don't know what happened, but she was given access to this Twitter and we kind of got to watch her tweet all the way through this. So Amanda is another like cautionary tale of I genuinely think much like Macaulay, much like other people we talk about. If you're this good at what you do when you're like eight years old, it doesn't necessarily mean like a good future for you. Don't you think? Yeah, she She was a genius. She is starting to find her way back, though, because she is designing clothes now. And I saw her in a magazine. She looked more normal. The interviewer said she was kind of like more normal. She's designing some clothes. I also believe that this whole thing is fake and I am totally okay, in on you're the conspiracy theory that um, that the real Amanda went into hiding and she let someone else pretend to be her and go crazy. Listen, I'm just as much in that as not. Like, I'm just as much. And that's what I want. I want this to be Penelope. And the real Amanda is somewhere else. Like, I want that to be what's really happening. But sadly, it does make sense. She was... So, so talented. She was more talented than a lot of these other little kids at that time. Like she, there was, you weren't going to build an entire show around some of these other people from all that. Although I would have watched them. She was so good. And I'm glad the Amanda show made it because it's LOL. 
Absolutely. Coming in at number six, we have a show I have not watched a single episode of, so I'm going to have to defer somewhat to you, but uh, people love it. People really came for it. We've got... Oh, sorry, unison. Um, We've got Drake and Josh. Now, Drake and Josh ran from 2004 to 2007, which again is when I had already moved along. I really could have still been watching Nickelodeon in high school. That's not the weirdest thing. But I wasn't. I had no younger siblings. But I, I, people love Drake Bell. They love Josh Peck, even though the two of them. Oh, we'll get into that. That's the only thing I know about. That don't you worry. All right. So give me some things that that you and your family loved about Drake and Josh. What's the vibe? So it's crazy to me. Like, so when you say Drake and Josh, you don't like it. Doesn't you don't automatically want to sing that song? Like it does. Nothing happens up here. Memory happens. I sing it. On the regular to the to the point where like the first time it, I thought about it in a while, I was like, is this a real? What is this song? And Brian was like, that's the Drake and Josh theme song. And I was like, oh, you know, okay. when I do think of it is on cameo. You can get a cameo from Drake Bell. And what I'm he does sure is you sings can. the theme song I'm on sure guitar you for you. And I was because like, oh, that was his cool. song. That's his original song. So Drake Bell was trying to be a musician also. And so he wrote these songs and did all that. So this Drake and Josh was a spinoff of the Amanda show. Both of them were on the Amanda show. They were both really good. And when he, when Dan Schneider, of course, knew that the Amanda show was ending, these two were like the most magnetic people on there. So he wrote them a show that could bring them And what's them the together. premise? They're brothers or roommates or cousins or friends? Oh, all of the above. So it's, it's um, classic. It's like Drake's mom. It, it Drake and Miranda Cosgrove are brother and sister. Okay. I Carly. Yep. And Josh's dad are sep- divorced and marry. So they come together. Stepbrothers. Okay. okay so gotcha. they, it's a blended family. Okay. They come together. Um, and so we, it was just funny. Like they were both pretty funny. They started on the Amanda show. Drake was on um, all that as well. I don't think Josh, maybe Josh was too at some point. I don't remember, but they were both like comedic. They came over. Everybody loved Totally Kyle. And then you get Miranda Cosgrove as well, who would then go on to do iCarly. And so it was just the three of them, always in hijinks. The thing was, Drake played, obviously, like the hot guitar playing, like cool brother. And Josh Peck was always like the bigger comedic relief, the funnier one by far. But you know that that got in their little heads for the rest of the time. A little until- bit competitive. Oh, how the tables turned when a little show called Grandfathered came out with John Stamos starring a suddenly hot, skinny Josh Peck. I wouldn't go to hot, but yes, skinny. Turr than Drake at this point. Or, like, he had a glow up. He had a glow up for sure. He did have a big glow up. And he's with Uncle Jesse. So, like, back off him is what he's saying to everybody. He gets married in Malibu notoriously does not invite Drake Bell and Drake Bell goes off on like Instagram and stuff about why Josh didn't invite him and Josh was like we haven't talked since Drake and Josh this is hard for fans of the show to like go with because people wanted them to be really friendly in real life they shipped them forever they wanted them to just stay in a relationship Right. So this was a hugely popular show. There were six million viewers for its series finale in 2007, the record on Nickelodeon at the time. And then that was only broken in 2008 by themselves when they came back and did a holiday special. And they had 8.1 million viewers for that. And I think a lot of the live shows on Nickelodeon skewed female. So you had like Clarissa Explains It All, at least in our time, Alex Mack, you had Shelby Wu. You had all of these people. Oh, and then you? Drake and Josh, I think, really appealed to guys and girls. Yep. Because, and that's why I think we see it at number six on our list, why it was so popular. Yeah. 
It was like a sitcom for kids. Like, it was really the first true, like, family sitcom that, like, that generation was watching. It was funny. Drake and Josh were both, like, they were pretty comedic as well. I don't know why people, I don't know how anyone watched that and thought this girl needs her own show let's give i carly her own show because <laughs> oh megan was, funny was the too, worst no? yeah but she was just like an annoying little like Bleh. but it did spin off to that too so i'm glad drake and josh i would have been surprised if it didn't make the top 10 okay let's go into our number five because our four through one are really like the upper echelon in terms of okay. points four through one we're all battling out for the top spot so let's do our number five and then we'll break for our intermission game okay so coming in at number five this was my number one this was your number one too yes of course we've got all that (laughs) all that is iconic without all that you don't have the amanda show which we just talked about you don't have keenan and cal which we talked about it started in 1994 and ran to 2000 and then 2002 2005 again and then they just brought it back 2019 and still running that blew my mind i'm so happy about it because i watched an episode and i was like this isn't funny but then i was like i'm an adult this is not of course it's not this is aimed at i was like i'm so glad that these kids have something that is absurd the sketches on all that were just ridiculous and that's what made them funny like everyday conversation so er, everyday french with pierre escargot i was that's the why is that the first one that's the first one i was yep. gonna say too you had the quiet library you had which, um the what was the facts with Lori beth Denberg, which i, I was gonna say what sketch. who do you like more than Lori Beth Denberg on all that? No, one. she's my number Nobody. one. She was like, we were like she's kids and we were like, why is there an old one. lady with these right. kids? <laughs> she <laughs> looked like I a grown woman. Her, I read about this right now and Lori Beth Denberg right now is an ordained minister that will do your wedding for you and you, Cody Sherry, did my wedding for me and I think it's a missed opportunity. That it wasn't you should Lori have Beth picked Denver. Lori Beth Denberg. Had I known that, I would have said to you, like, we both know that we should have Lori Beth Denberg doing this. Do you remember the giant ear of corn? Of course I iconic. do. Of course. Dan Schneider, I read, he took the giant ear of corn home because he was like, I'm not willing to let this prop be destroyed of and then the not. giant ear of corn like went to comic con 2018 or something <laughs> because they wanted it there and so he just keeps it in his house somewhere and i was like that is amazing i mean this guy is our hero that's what we're figuring out yes this was so funny think about like the little beginning of the show where they're all just like you think they're all like hanging out in the back and then something happens yes i loved it tlc is doing their theme song like we trust them we trust it Oh, this is all that. What else? Who else did you like besides oh. Lori Beth? Who was your like number two? I uh, Amanda when she came in. I yeah, love Josh. Uh, Josh Ray's. I think yep. his name was yep. no. Yes, no, Josh no, Seaver. I just know Josh, Josh. Seaver, and then okay. Alicia was. Yeah, I liked Josh because he was. Um, he was Detective Dan. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then who was, was Kel Repairman, man, man, yeah, man, man, or was that Josh? No, no, no. Okay. Kel. I liked them all, I honestly. Think. I absolutely just adored those sketches. I think yes. they were so funny. They were so stupid. They were the exact same formula every single time, and it didn't matter because we were kids. Imagine our parents as they were having to, like, listen to it, like, scream out on a Saturday night or whatever. Like, they were probably like, it's enough. Now, real quick before I go into my, like, thing about Kenan Thompson, the best thing in the world was all that. Right? On a yeah. Saturday night, you're so excited or whatever. Snick, right? Snick on a you're snick. so, 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 so happy. All that ends. And then what happens? What? You mean what comes on after it? Exactly. Oh, no. 
Um, I really don't know. Oh, you know. Oh, you know. Because you're on a high. You're so excited. You couldn't be laughing more. The what do they put on there to make sure? Pete no, no, okay. no. What do they make sure you cry about and say like, okay, the TV's off. I don't want to watch it anymore. I'll give you a hint. Converse tennis shoes. Oh my gosh. Nick <laughs> News with Linda Ellerby. <gasps> Oh, I. How could I go from so high to so? I was like, I'm so invested. This is so interesting. And then Linda Ellerby comes on, and I'm like, I don't care about news. I'm like, no, guys, I don't care. Why? And also, here's a question, marketing people at Nickelodeon: If you want me to watch the news, don't pick the oldest lady. My gym teacher telling me the news. I don't want that. She's always. Sitting Guess in a what? circle of kids. She's I'm like, turned around with her converse. If you want me to pay attention, here's how you roll it out. Lori Beth Denberg is at the library thing, and then she starts reading real news. That would have stuck with me forever. I would yeah. have remembered all of that. Oh, my Don't God. Don't make Linda Ellerby. Okay. So, Keenan Thompson, I remember the first time I heard this fact, and I was like, surely that can't be true. But it's the known fact. Keenan Thompson is now the longest Saturday Night Live cast member of all time. He has been on for 18 seasons. That's Which I thought about and thought, now hold on, because if that's the truth, this person, I was like, this person has been doing sketch comedy for my entire life. So I looked this up and the specifics around this, which is just crazy. He starts all that in 1994, right from the beginning. At the same time he's doing D2, Mighty Ducks D2, he moves into heavyweights. Right after all that, he does... Right. (laughs) Right after all that, he does Keenan and Kel from 96 to 2000. It runs. He does the Good Burger movie. And then in 2003, Keenan Thompson starts in Saturday Night Live. And he's been doing that ever since until 2019, where he concurrently, he's been working at the same time. He goes back to be the executive producer of all that. My question to you is, (laughs) this is my question I leave you with. Why don't we like him? I don't more? really care. Well, he's like, not. Why he is don't not we that care? funny? He's truly not that funny so on Saturday Night Live. So how has he been doing this? This is my question. What is the magic? Do we think he's just a very, very like charismatic and good person to work with? That's what I think. I think that he's got to be a nice guy to work with. I think that they're keeping him around because he's easy and he can be thrown into things. But he's literally been working in sketch comedy specifically for our entire. Lives. That's crazy that he transitioned over to Saturday Night Live when we were 13. Like, that just doesn't seem like a time. Who was that watching Keenan and Kel and was like, you know what? I want that serious guy to come over <laughs> here and do some stuff. It's insane. But he's got to be like one of the more working comedians. He's worked our whole lives. All right. That was all that at number five. We are going to take our quick intermission game. And this is going to be Name That Tune. I'm going to do hum, sing, try to <laughs> emulate, perform. <laughs> perform a tune from this could be from a nick tune it could be from a game show it could be from a live action and as quickly as you have it kaylin i just want you to say it into the mic okay i'm so scared i'm not gonna get it. no I'll, st- I'll start with some easy ones okay maybe i know i can't wait to see my name in life taina taina i love it she's like taina like the theme song is just her singing her own name Amazing. 100%. okay i mean we don't really have to do this one but now uh, <clears throat> sorry <laughs> I almost said now this is a story all about how Nope Now this is just an introduction before we blow your all mind that. Yes Do 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 Doug Yes Doug okay. okay see if you remember this one um, Na 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 <laughs> Na 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 Keep going Keep All right all right Na 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 <laughs> 
wait. I do have that in there. I just can't. I'm know. half what is doing it? it right now. I know. <laughs> Clarissa explains it all. I'm mixing it up with really like good. that, you know, those Christian songs from the yeah. 90s. That's it. <laughs> all right. Um, I know you see me standing here. Do I look good, my dear? I'm Do scared. Do I look good today? today? Do I look good? Is it Alex Mack? <laughs> Zoe what is 101. It? <laughs> Zoe 101. I wouldn't have known the name. Okay, the this is iconic. Camp on Awana. We hold, we you, hold in you in our hearts. hearts. And, and when, when we, we think, think about, about you. Salute your shorts. It makes me want to <laughs> fart. Yay. Great job. Um, This one's too easy. Manda, 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 manda. Amanda show, love. Rugrats. Oh, minor key. Wow, um, I'm scared. It's a very sad episode. Of this Rugrats. one, we could do a whole episode on this. I'm sure. Okay. Someone once told Ooh, me. Ooh, as told by Ginger. <laughs> as told by Ginger. Sung Lucy Mary fact by Macy. Sung by, is Gray. The, <laughs> of course it is. Um, I just have Hey Arnold Dash, so don't know how to do that I, one. <laughs> I don't know how to do that one either. Mm-mm. Um, okay. Uh, one fine day with a wolf and a purr, a baby was cat born. Dog. A- <laughs> cat dog. All right, we are riders on a mission. Ro- action. Rocket kids. power. Yes. In my position. Yes. To count down. Rocket power. Rocket power. power. Yeah. Okay, this one might be a little harder. Do I have Ooh. it? Um. <laughs> this one might be harder. Wait, hold on. I just have trumpet sounds written down. Um. Uh, let's see. Dang it, I can't get it. <laughs> keep trying, keep trying. Uh, let me see. Nope. I think it starts high and descends. Are you being face? <laughs> okay, I can't get it, but I can get Blues the... Clues? the no, the theme song, the, the part of the theme song that says the name of it, it goes... Angry Beavers. Angry Beavers. But there's <laughs> okay. a trumpet. There's like a jazzy yes, thing before yes, it. Yes, yes, Dang Ooh. it. Can't remember. I didn't know how to write down in my notes when it's just oh, like... Oh, that's burp, really burp, good. Um, okay. Uh, with a superpower mind, a mechanical canine rescues the day from sure destruction. Ooh. Come I don't on. know. A mechanical canine. Who had I a know. mechanical canine? I don't know. What is it? Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron. Two more. Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Life. And then the last one. Do, 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 do you have it? Gus? Oh, yes, Gus. Oh, yay. Okay. Do, 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 do you have it? <laughs> yay. Okay. Ooh, Ooh, you're was... such a good singer. I, man, I mean. Are you sweating? You look uh, like you are like. That was the hardest performance I've had this decade. <laughs> The trumpets threw you off, but then you were right back in it to bring it home. I'm so proud of you. All right. Let's take a look at our top four, which really, guys, these were fighting for position at yes. one time. All of these were number one. And so really, they're the upper echelon. There's only like 20 points that separates them, which means like two people writing in lists could have totally changed this whole thing up. At number four, we have a juggernaut of the Nickelodeon world. Honestly. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants. Mm-hmm. I didn't even do that theme song because it's like, oh my gosh. If I said, are you ready, I mean, kids? People are still singing the SpongeBob SquarePants right. theme song. It has been running since 1999. Is and it is still on? currently running. It's still new stuff. New episodes are Wiki still on. Wiki said till present, and I did a little bit of digging, but as far as I know, there are new episodes. Pandemic Maybe might be affecting to that. referring to the... Um 
Broadway show? The Broadway musical. (laughs) Okay, guys, they made a Broadway musical out of Spongebob, and that seems really dumb, but people actually really liked it. And so I don't know what to think about that because, like, critics actually kind of liked it. So Right. Do you think – I wrote this down. Do you think this is the most influential thing Nickelodeon has put out ever? I do. I was going to say – I use the word juggernaut for this one. I think it is. It is the longest running show they've yep. had. It has it has overtaken Meme World. And it's everything. I, when, there's a font. And it's not a font. It's just upper and lower and upper and lower. And that just is a SpongeBob thing. And you know it. I was going to say, for the generation, I mean, see if you agree with me, right under us, this is like quotable in everyday life. People reference SpongeBob episodes more like so much. I don't have that quite humana, in humana, my humana, head. Humana, 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 humana. Table but it four, defined humana. a whole thing. Yes, for sure. I think it's the most influential thing they've put out. Bring it around town. Stop on your fright foot. Don't forget it. I loved SpongeBob growing up. I haven't watched it a ton, but it is iconic. And there are just things that like, I will often say like, soiled it, soiled yeah. it. Or like, <laughs> I, this is the one I quote the most is when he's like, I don't need it. I don't need it. I need it. In reference to water, he's like all dried up. I quote that all the time because that's kind of how I live my life, right? I'm trying to like keep myself from eating that cookie or whatever. I don't need it. And then I just eventually give in because I need it. You love it. Patrick Starr is an iconic character. It had amazing characters. and The characters are so good. I think the writing was just actually very funny for yes. people who are a little bit older and then people who were younger could like it too. Yes. Uh, something about it just really clicked with pop culture so much so that it could still be on. There were a bunch of movies made yep. about it. He's and just everywhere. Yep, there he's is the most currently, currently a Facebook group that my brother Luke pointed out to me that's called like SpongeBob frame by frame or every frame or something. And this Facebook group has thousands of followers and they just release every single episode of every SpongeBob, like every episode ever frame by frame. What? So like each minute there'll be like four frames and it's literally like boop. Boop, boop, like they're moving a quarter of an inch. And I was but like, Luke, why do people love this? He's like, because it's beautiful. The animation is beautiful. <gasps> oh, people love that pineapple under the sea. Is there an episode that's in your in your yes. vault? What the happened? chocolate episode is my favorite episode of all time. Whenever he, they're like, chocolate, and they open <laughs> up the door, and the lady's like, let me get, it's like a really old person. It's like, let me get my mom, and it's that little like worm thing yeah, in a yeah. wheelchair. That is my favorite. That's our family's favorite episode. I love Krusty Krab pizza is the yeah, pizza yeah. for you and me when they're trying to deliver that pizza. The Krusty Krab. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, good. Our talk on SpongeBob has just been me doing voices and that's about all we got. <laughs> Cuz like you get it. You know about SpongeBob. What do we need to tell you? Exactly. All right, coming in at number 3. Many people believed this would be number one, you and I included, and it was not. We did not. We have to make it clear we did not cook the books because if you've seen our votes, it looks like we could have if this is not number one, but we didn't. This was the most tempted I've ever been to cook the books. I actually had some moral, like, ethical questions on myself where I, like, I don't want to put this person's list in because they have this as number one and I don't want it to win. I put everybody's list in. We got a ton of lists via text and things like that. And coming in at number three is... Avatar, The Last Airbender. Now... Let's just put a caveat. Kaylin and I have not watched this show. All of my high school friends love it. We have spent entire days arguing about what types of benders we are. And so I've been around the conversation for a long time. Bus Buddy has watched it since 
high school. She loved it back in high school. A lot of people love it now. Either they did watch it back in high school, middle school, or they didn't, but they are watching it now because it's on Netflix. So Avatar has had an assance of sorts and it got 22 first place finishes, which is way more than anything else on the list got. But when you and I were looking at all these people voting for it at number one, we kind of were like, is this really what we were going for with an episode devoted to old school Nickelodeon? Right. It's interesting. This just was not, I honestly couldn't even place it. Like when I kept asking you, when should I have been watching this? Like I've not seen this in my eyes. Like I, I don't know what this is. So I just totally missed it. Brian and I watched episode one on Netflix this past weekend so that I could literally be like, what does it look like? Like, what is happening? I'm happy that Mae Whitman is a voice because I love and stand Mae Whitman. But I really, I don't have it. It's interesting because I told you, like, even yesterday I asked my students, like, what would your number one be on Nickelodeon? All three of them that were in the room said Avatar The Last Airbender. And I was like, really? So obviously it is definitely a thing but it does not sit right next to amanda show for me like (laughs) it just is a different thing it was on from 2005 to 2008 so we were 15 to 18 so if i was a little bit younger and it was on i probably would have watched it honestly but i had already kind of left nickelodeon at that part point and i never just went back and rewatched it and i think if i did right now especially with some of my friends who love it i think i would really love this show like i have no doubt i love the discussions around it yes and you probably would not, but Brian absolutely would. Brian would love it. He was laughing along at the first episode. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's just I, I, animation in general anymore is not for me at all. Like that I'm, I'm not really into that. And I but, forgot this was even on Nickelodeon because this is an right. anime. Like it's yeah. just it's very different than a lot of the stuff on Nickelodeon. So I had forgotten that until people started writing it in. But let's quick since we don't know too much about it and don't know really how to talk about it. I wanted to tell you about the different types of benders, and then we're gonna put ourselves in them, kind of like you would like a Harry Potter house, Got right? It. We're gonna rank ourselves, put ourselves in there, and then maybe some other famous Nickelodeon characters. So. Firebenders, they're strong-willed, passionate, Mm. outspoken, competitive, impatient, manipulative, selfish. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Waterbenders are consistent, even-tempered, sensitive, judgmental, perfectionistic, critical. Okay. Airbenders, spontaneous, optimistic, charming, imaginative, restless, impulsive, naive. No, you fancy yourself. I Okay, I don't just fancy myself an airbender. I am the definition of an airbender, so get out of here. (laughs) And then Earth is hardworking, trustworthy, steadfast, dignified, stubborn, pessimistic, and indifferent. You can kind of get those feelings from Earth, air, water, and fire. Yes, they're definitely going in that theme. Makes sense. So where do you think you would be? What's the bad one? The Slytherin (laughs) one? The fire? It's no. not bad, but I think you'd be a firebender. I was going to say earth or fire. Oh, I'd or be earth, either yeah. one of those. Yeah, I, I think, think so for you sure. You would definitely be between those two. You um, didn't read any bad traits for the airbender. That's so weird. I did. Restless, said, impulsive, uh-huh, naive. Mm-hmm. You fancy yourself an airbender. I did three bad traits for And all you wouldn't of them, say impulsive so was be... bad. You would say like, I love that you're, exactly. you would say you love. <laughs> impulsive is just a different way of saying spontaneous. And exactly. Spontaneous so that doesn't good. count as a bad one. So you fancy yourself. Don't be mad because I'm an airbender and they're the best ones like it's literally called avatar the last airbender so don't exactly, be mad exactly that you have to bend earth okay like you get to move a ground <laughs> piece like an earthquake the first or episode i never saw an earthbender i saw a water person i think i saw a fire person that mean boy on the boat and then i <laughs> of course saw the airbender yeah sorry okay where do you think spongebob would be yours Ugh. no water Airbender. duh <laughs> i 
was Come why? On. Oh, he's nice he or something. He lives underwater. Oh, duh. <laughs> I was thinking Trace. <laughs> um, where do you think um stew pickles from Rugrats would be? Earth? Sure. Where would cat dog okay. be? <laughs> Ew, fire. Where would the shoe be from Rocket Power be? Um, water. And then lastly, this is the easiest one. Where would Alex Mack be? Um, water because what? she turns she into would, this thing. Capri Sun. <laughs> she turns into Capri Sun. She, she turns would, into silver water. She would yeah. literally be a Capri Sun bender. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, that's our conversation on Avatar. Sorry, it's not better, but you guys probably knew that if you're listening, that you we weren't going to do it justice. We're not dignified. So we don't know. I'm happy you watch it, and I'll probably watch it at some point in my life. All yes. right, coming in at number two. This one was holding on to the top spot for so long, and just at the last second, it lost it. by two points. We've got one of the best animated shows ever to exist papa unison whoops um hey arnold oh there it is move it football head hey arnold if you haven't watched hey arnold which you should it's about a boy who literally has a football head living in a city with his friends that go to ps 118 yeah and he you know helga bullies him but has a crush on him it is just about kids living their life and these kids are quirkadelic i love them they're vibing. So the first thing that I realized is that I would have said, honestly, this was set in New York City blatantly. Like, I would have said, like, so we're in New I. York City. Absolutely. And then I read that it was based off of Seattle. Well, I, I read like, that it was what? like a combination, combination. of Seattle, yes. Portland, and Brooklyn. So we do get some New York City. Yeah, but I would have just said, like, where is Hey Arnold? It's in New it's York in City. New That's York, how I learned what New sure. York City was, I think, was from Hey Arnold. Absolutely. The episode that sticks out to me is when Grandpa loses his watch, his pocket watch or whatever, and it go, they go, do they have to go down and, like, the sewer and yes, find it or yes, something uh-huh. that is what's in my brain when i first think of hey arnold the one for me is when stinky is trying to win the like pumpkin contest and it's like uh-huh. if you plant them they will grow <laughs> which is field of dreams yes. i think right yes, i didn't yes. know that that was a field of no, dreams no. reference but they we say it arnold. so many times in the episode i was just like that stuck with me there's oh, so many things yeah about Arnold that are iconic but this is kind of one that like felt like it was before its time and above its yeah. time like genuinely cool. a good show and Arnold was way too cool for us we thought we related to him but no, looking back no, he's no. like the yeah. coolest kid in the world he's got the coolest he bedroom with so, the skylights oh the coolest gosh. outfits the coolest skirt and you know what he just doesn't care about anything he's just he's like vibing. I'm gonna live he's my just- life vibe it Arnold is the kid you want to be friends with in college we didn't get it when we were little and then we're like oh Arnold is the one that didn't care how about the uh, gum sculpture in Helga's like layer in her closet Pataki was a layered and complicated and amazing character. I read today there was supposed to be a Pataki spinoff when she was a teenager, but it was so dark because the dad was like a bully and the mom was an alcoholic. Right. So they shopped it. They shipped it to, um, they tried to sell it to MTV in this, in the time, in the vein of like Daria and MTV passed on it. But I was like, I would have loved a Helga Pataki spinoff. Was Helga the first queen? We knew. Helga is a queen. And here's the other thing. Again, they confuse us because it's like, she's not just a bully. We see when she gets sad. We see all of that stuff. I I still reference Helga Pataki so much if someone's standing too close to me. Standing behind me. me, I always do the punch. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Literally always reference that still. Same. That sticks. That sticks. 
This was one of the first shows that used on Nickelodeon that actually used kids to be the kids voices and used adults to do the adult voices. The problem with that is you went through like five people, a kid, because the voice changes and everything that happened ha- has to happen with the boys. So but they, that was a cool thing. They actually like let the kids be kids and had adults do the voices separately. I also read something about them like it was important for them to make the characters have like jarring silhouettes like someone from the Simpsons yeah. said and hey boy did they <laughs> yeah that's why he literally has a football head Helga is like Helga long and lanky pink with like Jared has Marge Simpson hair like is the tallest <laughs> yes. hair everybody oh and then the bully don't Sid. forget I forget what his name is, but he was like so round. Uh-huh. So everyone just looked so crazy. I actually really want to go back and watch that right Me now. Me too. How do we watch Nickelodeon shows? That's what I was trying to think. Like, there's not a Disney Plus for Nickelodeon, is there? No, help us, guys. Help. Can guys, we make it? Guys, Helga? Please? I know. I need to watch it. All right. It's time to get to our number one. I am glad this got in at number one. I think it is really iconic and associated directly with Nickelodeon. Yes. But surprised that it was here. We've got. Brrr, Papa. Oh, you know try it again, try again, try again, try again. What? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to change. I was like, no. I didn't change? Wait, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, you you did. You did. So I didn't want to guess. Ooh. The point is, we're doing Rugrats it. is number yes. one. Hold on to your diapies, babies. <laughs> Rugrats started in 1991 and ran till 2004. So it had a 13-year run. It is the only show to have its own star, only show, Nickelodeon show, to have its own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So So the babies who are not real basically have (laughs) their own star. It was iconic. Now, Rugrats was a little bit divisive because I know plenty of people who weren't allowed, quote unquote, weren't allowed to watch Rugrats growing up. And I want to ask, like, huh? For what? Just for what? Like, that's what I want to know. Like, I wasn't allowed to watch Simpsons, and I get it. I wasn't allowed to watch some other stuff. I get it. I couldn't watch Jerry Springer's Spring Break on MTV. I get it. But you did. (laughs) (laughs) On sick days, you were watching Jerry Springer. Maybe. No. But I get it. Okay, I don't don't get it with Rugrats. Rugrats has, I'm going to go with, go with me on this, the ultimate Lucy Mary, Mary Lucy, because I have a two-parter with this, but the ultimate Lucy Mary for Rugrats, do you, do you know what like the first thing was that you would just love to tell people? Is that they're all voiced by girls? That the specifically Tommy, Tommy Pickles, Pickles yeah. is voiced by voiced by that girl. Then Mary Lucy, when you're a little bit older, you get to recycle this because she comes onto an episode of Friends as Phoebe's guitar partner, and yes. to be able to be like, "Did you know um, that Tommy Pickles?" You voice. got to recycle it again because she was a contestant on <laughs> The Voice. Yes, yes, she yes. She tried yes. E.G. Daily. E.G. Daily. I, <laughs> I know it. I can. I could draw it. If you gave me a crayon right now, I could do it just like it looked. And she has been giving us Lucy Marys for twenty for thirty years. Thank is there you, an Gigi. episode that sticks out to you the most of Rugrats? Um, I want to say the Hanukkah episode. Oh, it is the Hanukkah episode. That is the correct answer. Yeah, that's the right answer, right? That's exactly when they the right go answer. into like the attic and they learn uh-huh, about Passover, uh-huh, and they uh-huh. that is that taught me about it. I genuinely mean, I was taught me so. about Passover. <laughs> yes, I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything yep. about Hanukkah. I thought it was the coolest episode ever. They go back in time and yep. like see all that stuff. I also loved and was so scared of the episode where. Um, someone, I think the Carmichaels were babysitting them and they got a book of monsters. Do you remember that? Angelica know. No, or Susie I don't remember has that. a book of monsters and they're reading it and the, and there's monsters in the basement. That one was spooky scary for me, but really fun. 
Ooh, were you even alive if you had a piano in your house and you didn't like walk past it and be like, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> I almost today played that because as soon as I listened to it, I was like, oh, I know how to play that. Of course you do. Lucy Mary, guys. Like if I was at another, it's, I mean, in our own house, it's one thing. If I'm at a friend's house and I walk past a keyboard and be like, guys, I don't know. I'm like, I could just do that. That is impressive. I'm just thinking now, sometimes I, I hear words my whole life, but don't think about what they are. Oh, like no. windshield. When I'm like, oh, windshield, that's crazy. It's literally a shield from the wind I never thought about oh, that right okay <laughs> rug rats rug rats <laughs> I never thought about you never thought about what the word rug rats what that meant like rats of the rug like what? I never I never thought about that I just thought rug rats <laughs> so I'm learning something today oh my god I'm still not sure sponge what what are you bob. okay okay sponge bob get it no, I am loving this for you. Um, I did not realize until I read today that we didn't know Dill Pickles until the movie. I thought we saw him on the show before, but the movie is what introduces us really? to Dill Pickles. Isn't I that crazy? I hated Dill Pickles. I was so on Tommy's side. I said, don't When he introduce. left him in that tree, I was like, keep him there. Leave I, him I, in I, that tree. But I did cry because I think my brother was like a baby and I was like, oh, what if I left my brother in a tree? That bright orange VHS inside of the oh, clamshell case. Oh, I have it. That movie I want to rewatch. I remember loving it. Love that. Loved Rugrats in Paris too. Those movies were genuinely good. Loved I had I had the it. Rugrats N64 game. It was I'm sure really you weird. did. I'm sure you did. So the creator, one of the main writers of this had a feud with the other one and left to create Recess, which tracks because I love Recess. So it's like, yes, we trust these people that brought us rug rats <laughs> the rats of the rug and again guys they just barely eked it out over hey arnold which just barely eked it out over avatar and spongebob so that's really our top four is spongebob avatar hey arnold and Rugrats, which is is really good that's a good that's look good. at nickelodeon it's all cartoons i'm so glad you guys sent in so many different kinds my brother yes. and tim jorna people in the older generation wrote a lot like salute your shorts and mm-hmm. hey dude, dude hey dude and things like that that but then we've got our generation and then the generation below us talking about chalk zone and drake and josh and like danny phantom danny phantom and so i love that nickelodeon Links. that time period can unite us in some sort of way in this list yay real quickly kaylin let's do our well depends on how quickly we feel about these but our you can't sit with us of the list we have to do our ultimate ultimate number one you can't sit with us of nickelodeon we before just we have do our you individual and, ones. i say you and i just had the same one and we should it just is, do it just is. that one it yep. is it absolutely is it is the adventures of pete and pete now adventures. only four people <laughs> only four people voted for this two of them are my sister gail and my brother luke and this is why it's on my you can't sit with us is because i had to watch pete and pete this scary it, weird unsettling watching it it's the same feeling as a christmas bad. story it's the same yes. exact feeling i feel weirded out Ew. any show where the major plot point is the mom has a metal plate a in her head, her for head. No i could not Get around that in my brain. What they were trying to tell me. I could not figure out what. And still, honestly, to this day. I pictured something the size of a dinner plate. Me too. (laughs) I pictured a dinner plate, I think. Why wouldn't we? We were three. What else is a plate? We don't know what else a plate is. I picture. I could not get around that in my head. There's a scene where Pete and Pete. And remember, they were called like Pete I don't want to talk about how they're both Pete. There was a scene where they were having a staring contest and they just, their heads kept turning into other things. Oh! So like little Pete's head would turn into a fish and then big Pete or tall Pete, whatever he's called, would turn into like a ham. It was... Oh! oh. 
This honestly, I just remembered like Danny Tamborelli was a big staple on all that too, but my brain blocked it out because of Pete and Pete. It wasn't I just, the same I do Danny not trust Tamborelli. Him. Yeah. I do not trust him then because Pete, Pete and Pete was, ew, it the was only so good thing yucky. it gave us was Michelle Trachtenberg, Michelle Trachtenberg. and Harry the Spy. You. Yes. Thank you, Michelle. So I, I'm sorry to you four people, two of them being my flesh and blood, because I'm Pete and so Pete sorry. is one I'm of the sure weirdest, my husband's one of the other ones too. strangest Ugh. shows I've ever seen. All right, yes. what about your robbed goddess? We talked about her already, but it is Tyena. What She's was from Brink. the plot? What was she trying to do? Girl about town. She, she wanted to see her name in light. about town. She's got a pink shirt on probably. It was a lot of pink. She's a girl about town. She's Latina. She's from Brink. We trust her. I loved Taina. It was probably on for half of a season. Yeah. But I loved Taina all the same. Mine is a show we have not talked about somehow yet. That is Ah Real Monsters. <gasps> I love this, this show. This embodies you. I know. You predicted. You were like, you were probably an Aubrey Monsters kid. I was. Yes. I loved it. It was a little spooky, but not actually spooky. It was just funny. It was so unique, so weird. I I can't even, like, tell you any of the plots of actual episodes, mm-hmm. but I remember just, like, loving the three main characters mm-hmm. and how gross they looked. Um, very funny that for one year, Shannon dressed up as Crumb from Aubrey Monsters, the guy who holds his eyeballs above yeah. his eye and has armpit hair. She dressed up as Crumb for our uh, Relay for Life. It was the same year I dressed up in Purple Parrots. We all did Nickelodeon shows. It was very amazing. Didn't they live in the sewers too? Or yep. underground or oh, something? Yeah. Okay, yep. yeah. That's what I was getting confused with. Hey Arnold, I was like, maybe this is our real monsters I'm thinking of. But no, they lived under the ground. Some other shows that I love that just didn't get mentioned yet. Kablam. Loved Kablam. It was like a bunch mm-hmm. of little comics, little fun things. As Told by Ginger, we mentioned, but it made a good run here towards the end. I think some people really loved that show. And it was actually pretty good. Yeah. And we loved Angry Beavers. Loved Angry yep. Beavers. Angry. Oh, that trumpet. It really got you. But then you got me with the theme song. That was good. We love these shows. I would go back and watch any and all of them. If you haven't this week, you should go back and just look up YouTube clips of theme songs. That will send you spiraling down memory lane. And please, please look up Nickelodeon Magazine. Please. You You don't even have to. You just got a really good. You've got. You watched it. Listening to this episode. The most iconic thing to come from that network is that show. I mean that uh, commercial. So thank you guys for joining us for this episode and a walk down nostalgia lane. That's not a phrase. Uh, Remember to vote, and we will see you next week. Bye.